come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 108 of Word on the Main Street podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm the other host, Brian Lords. And uh, before we begin, we do want to uh, thank our beautiful, talented sponsor, Getaway Today. Absolutely. Getaway Today is a great travel company to work with, um, especially if you're going down to the Disney parks. Um, They really do a great job at making sure that you get the best deal possible and the most magical trip possible. So if you're planning on taking a trip down to the parks anytime soon, make sure you use our promo code. That's MainStreet10. It's all lowercase, the number one zero. It's going to get you $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. So give them a visit at www.getawaytoday.com. Today. Yes. Or give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That's 438-2929. And that $10 could get you... Third of an entry into the pop-up Disney exhibit? Sure. Sure. That actually looks pretty cool. I'll save my thoughts. (laughs) Um, yeah, so, uh, definitely, uh, check out and get away today. Save that ten bucks. A penny saved is a penny earned. Which means ten dollars saved is... Is what? Ten dollars earned? It's a thousand pennies earned. Yeah, something like that. It's a lot of pennies. Alright. This week at the Disneyland Resort... Uh, Thursday, tomorrow, May 2nd. We're already into May. I cannot even believe that. It's nuts. Uh, So tomorrow, Disneyland's open 9 to 11. DCA open 9 to 9. Then Friday the 3rd, Disneyland's open 8 to 11 with DCA 8 to 9. Saturday, May 4th, Star Wars Day. Also, my anniversary. Oh, (laughs) happy anniversary. Um, and Sunday, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, Disneyland's <laughs> open 8 to 12 with DCA 8 to 10. And then Monday, May 6th through Wednesday, May 8th, Disneyland is open 9 to 11 with DCA 9 to 9. I still think that Disney missed the boat with May the 4th and not opening Star Wars right? Land. Kind of work weird. harder. <laughs> Plan better, Disney. No kidding. It's even a weekend. <laughs> Uh, so, um, the events going on, get your ears on celebration is still going and it's going until June 6th. Nice. So you get it all throughout May and a little bit into June. Um, and then. Until they extend it again. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Of course they have plans, but we'll talk about that in a bit. And then Disney, Disney after dark just happened yesterday. Oh, that's right. On the 30th. For the... Uh, and today, tonight. The Marvel one. May 1st. That's right. So if anybody's going to be there, Infinity Gauntlets. I know. I really want one. <laughs> really bad. So we'll uh, love you Complete forever. Complete with Infinity <laughs> Stone churros. I don't think you want them to send you Infinity Stone churros. No, no. Don't send them to me, but I would like some. Um, for details on that, we did kind of go over it in like two episodes ago. Something like that. I can't remember. It's late and I don't want to think about how long ago it was. (laughs) Wow. Bless Bless you. (laughs) Twice. Man, it's allergy season. I'm dying. I was waiting for the... (laughs) Grandpa Lord's trifecta of sneezes <laughs> to come, but apparently that gene has not passed on nope, to you. Nope. Uh, but yeah, so tonight's the last night, so it's a little too late if you're not going. It's true. If you are going, you probably know what's coming. But, yeah. Uh, we did have a listener send us a message saying they were going to be going down to that, so hopefully they'll 
Infinity call in a, in a report <laughs> and maybe send an Infinity Gauntlet this way. Um, but even if they don't, I just want to hear how that event oh, yeah. was from somebody that was able to attend. So please, please, please call in and let us know. Yes. Uh, and then for closures, Disneyland, you've got Casey Jr. who's closed right now until May 24th. Storybook Land Canal Boats are also closed until the 24th. Dang it. Minnie's House is currently closed until May 4th, so not too much she's longer. She's just prepping for Star she's Wars. Just, she's just cleaning up a little bit. Uh, and then Sleeping Beauty Castle is closed until the 28th of May, so uh, that's that's all coming up pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, and then California Adventure... Silly Symphony Swings are closed until the 24th, and the Red car, red car Trolley is closed until spring of 2020. So, so if you want to ride those in 2019, you've missed your chance. Sorry, guys. Should have caught them a month ago. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's this week at the Disneyland Resort. Pretty easy peasy lemon squeezy. Not bad. All right. All right. Well, let us uh, head on over to Brian's Trivia Corner for some delicious, nutritious trivia. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, everybody. It is trivia time. Yippee. Yahoo. And uh, last week's question was kind of an interesting one. Kind of a, a tricky question, possibly. It was. Um, the word treat might have thrown people off to it did. what actually <laughs> should be a very obvious answer. But the question was, Aunt Jemima's Pancake House, now known as the Riverbell Terrace, was the birthplace of what Disney treat? Now, when I originally read this question, I thought it was the Mickey Mouse waffle. I thought that might have been where it's they started what to I was do thinking. that. Um, but then you throw in treat in there, and you don't really think breakfast food. Yeah. But in fact, it was the Mickey Mouse pancake oh, yeah. that made its debut there. So, um, anyway, that was. The I always liked getting those. I remember getting those when I was a younger When you lad. were a, a wee lad. Those were awesome. Yeah, they, uh, they they certainly are. And I remember having them made for us as children, even at home. Oh, yeah. So, and yeah. I still do that occasionally <laughs> when I'm making pancakes. I do that, but now I we got the we got some waffle irons from our our parents. Oh, those are cool. And they put Mickey's face on your waffle as well as Pluto, Minnie, and uh, Donald. Yeah. Poor Goofy just didn't make the I cut. Know. So oh, well. apparently uh, Pluto just a little bit Trumps higher. him just a little bit. <laughs> That's all right. I'm, I'm sure Goofy understands. Does he? Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> um, which dog is stupid? Which dog is smart? The one that's on the waffle is the smart one. <laughs> um, my kids, actually, ever since we got that waffle iron, I have to clarify when I'm making them waffles that it's <laughs> toaster waffles and not the the Mickey yeah. waffles, so they don't get upset when they get their waffle and Where's it's Mickey? not the Mickey waffle. So um, they do love that. But yeah. anyway, we're getting off topic. Let's get on to our trivia question for this week and that is going to be what or what i don't even know what i'm talking about <laughs> uh, sorry folks it's a little late later than usual but that's okay we're gonna press through which of the following floats did not originally appear in the main street electrical Whoa, parade is this multiple choice this is a multiple choice so i'm giving you the answer <laughs> you just have to know which one it is and the choices are going to be Alice in Wonderland, Pete's Dragon, or the Blue Fairy. Hmm. Which of these did not originally exist in the Main Street Electrical Parade? So if you think you know the answer, or if you know you know the answer, 
or you just want to send me an email, <laughs> you can send those answers or emails to uh, Brian. That's B R Y A N dot W O T M S at gmail.com. Awesome. Uh, and uh, yeah, I was reading up on Aunt Jemima's Pancake House. Uh huh. I think it's kind of cool, actually. I know it's got its issues for today. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. But uh, <laughs> but it seemed like a pretty cool idea. Oh yeah. The fact you had Aunt Jemima there. Oh yeah. Greeting guests, talking to guests, singing to guests. Like it just sounds like it was oh, a really absolutely. cool experience. And I know it was like a really big hit at the park. Even, uh, I think they did pancake races on Main Street. Oh, yeah. I remember. <laughs> um, I've got the uh, book Eat Like Walt. Oh, yeah. And they right. talk about those pancake races on in Main that Street, book. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite entertaining. There was a cash prize involved. That was serious business. Oh, yeah. I would have been all over that. All right. Well, let's move on to today in Disney history. Uh, so today is May 1st. And uh, in 1942, on this day, the Donald Duck film Donald Gets Drafted is released to theaters. um, And it was the first Disney war-themed cartoon released during the Second World War. Um, So uh, Disney did a few propaganda films uh, with the cartoon characters. Uh, This was one of them. Uh, Really good cartoon. I think. <laughs> I think they're classic cartoons. Oh, absolutely. Uh, there's one, there's even one with Donald where he's a Nazi. <laughs> that and, is probably one of my all-time favorites. And uh, it's, I think it's entertaining. <laughs> if you want to see the Donald Duck one, go Google Der Fuhrer's face. Yeah. Um, probably want to put... Disney. Disney or Donald <laughs> Duck on that because it is a, it is just a song yeah. um, by, oh, who did that? I can't remember. I can't either. But it's, the cartoon's phenomenal, yeah. I think. Yes, it has to do with Nazis. No, it is not a bad cartoon. No, um, it's not, pro- it's not. Um, promoting. Promoting. No. <laughs> It's actually against yeah uh, Nazism, so I think it, I don't know. It was just interesting that Disney helped out the cause yeah with his cartoon. Well, I think that helped him survive the time during yeah. the war because <laughs> the government was coming to Disney initially to make training films yeah. and do the animation for training films on some of the weaponry and stuff to train these soldiers, and then Walt decided to do some propaganda films yeah. as well to kind of get the country behind the war effort and yeah. kind of show why it's important. So, And it was important. It but, was. Uh, that's a history lesson. And uh, we're not really uh, doing world history. Not right now. <laughs> here, so... Uh, Maybe I'll start another podcast. <laughs> but yeah, uh, first of a few films that were uh, propaganda films for World War II. Uh, and then in 1954, the Anaheim Bulletin newspaper reports news of the Disney purchase of land in Anaheim for Disneyland Park. So that's pretty insane. That May 1st, 1954, that was reported. And it opens July... 17th, 1955. It's amazing. Crazy. It is amazing to me how quickly they moved on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Then in 1977, uh, the Empress Lily Riverboat, which is a 19th century Mississippi uh, sternwheeler. That's not a typo, right? That's a thing. Sternwheeler. (laughs) Um, I'm just going (laughs) to say yes. Um, but it was christened uh, by Lillian Disney. Uh, the riverboat sits in Lake Buena Vista in the Walt Disney World Village. So it's pretty cool. Uh, and then in 1989, the Disney MGM Studios theme park at Walt Disney World opened to the public. Uh, it covered 135 acres, and the total construction costs were over 
$500 million. Uh, advertising and promotions for the opening cost $30 million. And entrance prices uh, started at $29 for adults and $23 for children between three and nine. Dang, it's so expensive. <laughs> so expensive. By the way, Sternwheeler is not a typo. Okay. It's basically the Mark Twain. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured that's what it was, but I've never heard it called that before. I haven't either. I think I've heard it called like a paddle wheeler before, but yeah. I've never heard like a Sternwheeler. Stern All right. Well, that is today in Disney history. Fantastic. Uh, there were a lot of other items, but it was basically... All these rides opened on yeah. <laughs> May 1st, 1989, and they were all MGM Hollywood Studios yeah, rides. We don't cover that here. So, um, <laughs> that was just a long list yeah. of what was obvious <laughs> with uh, that last item. Uh, so yeah, that's it for today in Disney history. Uh, before we get to the meat, the turkey leg, if you will, of our episode... We do want to uh, let you guys know how you can support us. Uh, the first and foremost reason, not reason, <laughs> item that you can do is uh, listen to the episodes and share them with those that might also enjoy them. Uh, second thing you can do is buy something off, off of uh, shop.spreadshirt.com slash word on the main street. And then uh, third thing is patreon.com slash word on the main street. Uh, you can donate as little as a dollar up to whatever you would like. And it is a monthly donation, but you can cancel at any time. Uh, we'll be throwing up some exclusive content on that here pretty soon. Um, and yeah, that's only available to Patreon supporters of $1 or more per month. So... Uh, and that cash does come in and help us upgrade our equipment, make the show better for all of you, and uh, help Amen. keep us afloat. So we appreciate anyone that uh, has done that or does it in the future. Um, and then if you want to contact us, you can do so different ways. We are on social media, facebook.com slash word on the main street. We're on Instagram at word on the main street. And we're on Twitter at WOT Main Street. So go check us out on the uh, social media stuff and uh, interact with us. Or you can give us a call. Uh, we have a voicemail box at 801-923-2455. Or you can shoot us an email. My email is Sean, S-E-A-N, dot w-o-t-m-s at gmail.com and again you can reach me at brian that's b-r-y-a-n dot w-o-t-m-s at gmail.com all right let us do this let's dive right in let's dive um so you gotta say that more like the the uh submarine captain dive 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 <laughs> and have the horn going off in the back i just listened to that on soundsofdisneyland.com today. Oh, that's one of our favorite websites, <laughs> by the way, folks. If you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend it. Yeah, so that's one I listen to. Was it the original subs that yep. you listen to? Yeah. It's good. And uh, it's amazing how close they tried to keep that with the new Finding yes. Nemo sub. Uh, a lot of it is very similar. So I love it. Especially at the end. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because in the original, you see mermaids, and yeah, they're like, "Should we log this?" Nobody <laughs> believe it anyway. That's exactly what they say uh, in the Finding Nemo subs. So it's just kind of funny. Yeah, there's a lot of cool callbacks if you listen to them back to back. And then I listen to uh, Adventures Through Inner Space. Mm, another good well. one. So, uh, but we digress. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to go with the least exciting announcement, uh, which would probably be, in Brian's opinion, the pop-up Disney experience. How'd you know? Is now open at Downtown Disney, and it is $30, correct, for uh, admission. I believe so. Uh, I watched a video on it, and I think it looks pretty awesome. 
I didn't know this was like a big thing going on. Not just with this pop-up Disney, but I've seen a lot of exhibits since I heard of pop-up Disney. Uh Where you pay to basically go see these exhibits that you can take pictures with. Yeah. And that's basically what this is. I didn't know that that was a big thing going on. Um, There's one. There was one in Salt Lake, wasn't there? It was like a breakfast themed. Yeah, thing. I really wanted to go to that. <laughs> Somebody told me about it. I just but don't. Yeah. I don't understand going paying money <laughs> to go take pictures with things. It's basically an art exhibit with opportunity to to pose take pictures, with the art. Yes. Or in some cases in this exhibit to be part of the art. Yeah. Uh, so one thing I saw that was kind of cool, I don't know why I find it so awesome, but it's in the classic Mickey area. Uh, it's just a wall with a bunch of black and white plush Mickeys. I just saw that in this little video. That's pre- I don't know why I like that so much. but That uh, one is kind of cool. That I whole classic... Like that. Mickey area is awesome because they have, you can be in control of the steamboat. They've got a steering wheel Uh and everything. It looks all cartoony. And you can sit in the captain's seat and be Steamboat Willie. Yeah. You can be in plain crazy. The the wall of plush Mickeys. I don't know. Just seems pretty cool. (laughs) I, I think it's neat. But you don't, you have a hard time with I have money. a very <laughs> hard time with that price. <laughs> I am not paying thirty dollars a person yeah. to get my family into this at all. I don't know if I'd want to take my whole family. Even but I to think, have to pay sixty bucks for me and my wife to I go. I think I would do that. I don't think I would. I, I think, think I'd would. rather get other things in the park. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's just not up my alley. Like I understand that this is like a big draw for some people, yeah. but it it just doesn't Let me do rephrase. It for me. If I had time for it, I would do it. Yeah, but for the most part, I'm just in the parks when I'm there. I don't really have time for anything yeah. else. I think some of the photo ops are really neat, and I'd love to be able to see those made available in a different way. For free? For free, maybe, because <laughs> that's really all it's worth to me. So, I Downer, Debbie Downer. I know, here. I know. I I have not been on the train for this exhibit since they announced it. And <laughs> even after seeing it, like it's cool, but 30 bucks a person, sorry. Just can't do it, huh? I'll take a hard pass on that. There was, they did a Disney Parks blog like reader meetup that anybody could sign up for. Mm-hmm. I think he just went in for free. For free. See, they should just do that <laughs> anyway. Uh, so I, I would have done that if oh, I was in the area. Yeah, but. absolutely. I would I would have been all over that because that's my kind of price point for something like this. <laughs> free. Yes. <laughs> that's my kind of price point for a lot of things, but... Especially you know what this. movie I'm referencing when I go for free? I do, but it's not coming to mind. <laughs> it's going to drive yeah. me nuts the rest of the episode. That's a good one. All right. Well, anything else you want to say about Pop-Up Disney? <laughs> no, I've said all I have to say. All right. Second item of bidness. Mickey's Magic has opened. It has. At Disney's California Adventure. Which isn't really a California adventure anymore. Not really. But, uh, whatever. (laughs) I think it's still good. It's much improved from what it was. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, it is there. Uh, For those that have not seen it, basically, you get to travel through the music of Disney with Donald and Mickey. Um but yeah, Don't awesome. get me wrong, I'm super excited for this, but I really <laughs> miss seeing Kermit out front of there with the big Muppet Vision sign. I loved Muppet Vision. It makes me really sad to not <laughs> see that there. There was one time I went in Muppet Vision and it smelled like rotten milk. Oof. And I'm like, this this isn't going to last very much yeah. longer. 
You could uh, tell. Like, it lasted the, quite a bit. The after. last <laughs> few times that you went, or at least that I went, I kind of could see the writing on the wall that this wasn't oh, yeah. going to be sticking around because nobody was there. Nobody went. Which shocks me. I know. Because the Muppets we, are such a classic. And see, I went every single time I went to the so park. I. <laughs> because I know that if I don't go, or if people as, as a whole, not literally just me, <laughs> but... If like, people, Brian, stop coming. Let's <laughs> shut it down. If people don't go, they're going to find something that they're going to get people in. And when I saw that people just really weren't yeah. paying that any attention anymore... I could see that it was coming, and it made me sad. Very so I, sad. I tried to ride that every... Or not ride it. It wasn't a ride, but I tried to attend Watch Muppet it. Vision Experience as much as it. I could. <laughs> and I wanted to get there, like, when it started. Like, not even the the show itself, but uh, when the pre-show started, because the pre-show awesome. was almost <laughs> better than the actual show. Yeah. I loved the pre-show for that. But anyway. I don't know if... <laughs> I like the pre-show too, but when they released Muppets Most Wanted, they put in Evil Kermit. I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, really? In the pre-show. I must not have gone after that came out. Oh, it was weird. You don't mess with that <laughs> pre-show. The way that it was originally is the way it should always be. Yeah. Is that on Sounds of Disneyland? I don't think so. That needs to... If you're listening, Sounds of <laughs> Disneyland guy, get that audio. Right. Uh, so yeah, Disney's PhilharMagic, it's what took place of Muppet Vision 3D. Yeah, which we spoke about more than we actually did Mickey's PhilharMagic. <laughs> well, let me speak about Mickey's PhilharMagic, I guess. Um, my computer just locked me out. How do, rude. Do, do. <laughs> Mine shut down a minute ago. You probably heard me on this recording wrestling around trying to plug in my... My laptop. I actually had to unplug your Alexa. Sorry. So yeah, that's you can, all right. You can say Alexa now. Yeah. We don't have to say Amazon device. Amazon device. Cavazos. <laughs> so I will tell you a little bit about Mickey's PhilharMagic, just so you guys. So we talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> and not just what used to be there. Um, so let's see. You will enjoy watching Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, and other favorite Disney characters come to life. As Donald prepares the orchestra for Mickey, he comes across the conductor's baton and Mickey's sorcerer's hat. A little magic goes a long way and proceedings go awry. Donald is unexpectedly unexpectedly plunged into a high-definition 3D dream world. And you're taken along for the, for the ride. Uh, be prepared as you get swept into the fantastic world of classic Disney animated musical sequences, including Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid, Peter Pan, and Aladdin. So, it's awesome. Uh, if you guys remember Muppet Vision 3D, there were... They utilized the sides. There were screens on the sides. I don't think a lot of people noticed that. No, I don't think so, because it looked like the wall... Yeah. It was just there for when everything went kaplooey. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they actually use those screens. Did you just now. use kaplooey? Kaplooey. Wasn't that from like the <laughs> Twas the Night Before yes, Christmas cartoon? <laughs> oh man, Dad'd be proud if he listens to this. So yeah, that's basically all those screens were used for. But uh, they are now using those screens for this. So it basically has a screen pretty much all the way around, and uh, apparently Donald's butt makes an appearance. Does he get, like, shot through the screen or something and ends up back where the chef's screening room used to be? Maybe. (laughs) I have a feeling that's probably true. Because I remember Muppet Vision going back to what I (laughs) want it to still be. The chef was up there, like, Uh, shooting at the screen. I love that. Would roll the cannon out, (laughs) blow up the whole theater. Uh, why did they have to get rid of such a... But this is probably awesome. I've never seen Mickey's PhilharMagic. I had the chance in Tokyo, but I had other things I wanted to see. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Do, do, do. 
Let's do the Star Wars stuff right now. So uh, they released, so if you don't know, Disney Blog has these Know Before You Go videos that they've released. Um, and they just did one uh, about Star Wars. Their last one was also about Star Wars. This one, um, they're basically letting you know that you're going to want to download the Disney Parks app as well as the Disney Play app because there will be interactive features within the park that you will want the app for. So make sure when if you guys are going, get the app. Uh, it'll help you translate stuff. Um, you can also order food at Star Wars Land through it. So you're going to want that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and there's not fast passes right now, so that max pass thing doesn't matter for star wars land but i mean it's nice the park's gonna be busy yeah so (laughs) beyond (laughs) i don't even want to think about it and i'm not even gonna be there um and then yeah just the play app has some stuff on it as well so uh they don't really have well they probably do have details but they haven't released a lot of details on what exactly the app is going to be used for um but a lot of interactivity in the land will be used through the app. So make sure you get that. Uh, and then just a reminder, if you are planning on going between May 31st and June 23rd, you have to have a reservation. Yeah, we can't stress that enough. I really <laughs> have a feeling that there's going to be people that Go. didn't pay yep. attention to that and just heard Star Wars Land's opening on May 31st. Ticket spot. And <laughs> They're going. Didn't get a didn't reservation. Listen and didn't get a reservation. They're going to be very, very disappointed. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you get that. Um, what else was I going to say in regards to that? I don't know. But um, book at the Disney hotels. Ooh, I know. <laughs> yeah. If you book at the Disney hotel, you're guaranteed a reservation if you're going during that time. But um, reservations start May second. So you, so you may you want to get on to that. Be ready. <laughs> uh, they're going to require that you have a Disney account. So go ahead and make that today so that you're ready for tomorrow. Uh, May 2nd, I believe reservations start at like 10 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, so just make sure you're ready to go. Those are going to go quick, I'm sure. So... Just be on it, uh, download that app, and uh, you should be good. So, uh, And I wish you luck if you're yeah. going. <laughs> um, let's see. So May the 4th is coming up. May the 4th be with you. Indeed. You're going to um, need it to get that reservation. Yeah. Um, so May the 4th, they're going to have special offerings at the park. Um, at Disneyland Resort. So, for one, Hyperspace Mountain will be available. So, there you go. If you guys like Hyperspace Mountain. Which I do. It's coming back. I enjoy the original better. Me too. But (laughs) I do really enjoy Hyperspace Mountain. Hyperspace Mountain is awesome. So, I don't know how long it will be there. Uh, This is just saying... Stuff for May 4th. I doubt they're doing it for one day. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't think that it's um, just one day. So, but I can't I can't imagine it will be up for that long. Maybe it'll be up until Star Wars Land opens. It's possible. I don't know. I think that it should be. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, then, uh, this also happened last year, Captain Phasma and a small legion of stormtroopers make their way through Tomorrowland in an incredible display of the Force in March of the First Order. So, there's going to be a march with uh, the First Order and Captain Phasma. So, that will be enjoyable, I'm sure. And then... um, they're going to have special photo op at Starcade in Tomorrowland. So if you're there on the 4th, be sure to check that out. Let us know what it is. I'm sure we'll find out through the internets. But uh, I'm intrigued because 
the photo op they did for Star Wars Disney After Dark was awesome. In Hoth. Did you see that photo op? I don't know. If it, oh, wait, yeah. Yeah, where it looked like you were hanging upside down <laughs> even though you weren't. Yeah, it was pretty that awesome. That was way cool. Um, and then over at Galactic Galactic Grill and Alien Pizza Planet, uh, the, they will be serving up Star Wars-inspired snacks that are quote-unquote out of this world. LOL. Did you see, speaking of Alien Pizza Planet, did you see that they're permanently putting the Alien Pizza Planet sign up? Yay. Now they're they scuff- would change it into Pizza Planet. Legally, they can't because <laughs> there's a pizza place that's actually called Pizza Planet. Uh, so they that's why they have to call it Alien Pizza Planet. Still. But make they it make it look like make Pizza it Planet. That place. Yes. But I had seen I can't even remember where I saw the picture, but there's scaffolding up around the old Red Rocket Pizza uh-huh. Port sign and it looks like they're permanently transitioning that into That's probably a good idea. I'm trying to find a picture of it and I can't. But I know I saw it. I did. Don't doubt me. I don't. You do. But I can, the listeners I can do. See it in your eyes. I know the listeners do. I can feel it. Yeah. Um, while he's looking that up, the snacks that they are offering are dark side chicken sandwich or outer rim pasta. There you go. Uh, didn't really tell us what those are, but uh, I'm sure they're somewhat delicious. Um, and then. You can also get a novelty stein, sipper, or popcorn bucket inspired by Star Wars icons. Um, and they will uh, have more details on that later, which we won't have for you in time. Yeah. So just be on the lookout on the Disney Parks blog Absolutely. if you're going to be there for the fourth. Um, and then they have souvenir shirts from Star Trader and Launch Bay. They have souvenir hats and limited edition pins for May the 4th. So I found it. You found the photo? Yeah. Nice. That's what the new sign should look like. That'll look pretty awesome. It's going to look great. So it's still got that same Red Rocket Pizza Port shape. Yeah. But it's totally redone to be Alien Pizza Planet. I'm pretty stoked. I just hope they... Do the inside, too. Yeah. <laughs> and the guards at the front that yes. actually say, welcome to Pizza Planet. They'd lift their yes. weapons and let you in. And the sign up above that says airlock on or off. Yeah. And they need a permanent cup yes. and burger. <laughs> Even though it's a pizza place, they definitely need that. <laughs> they have to. Um, but anyway... We hit that, 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 that. Okay. Uh, we'll do this one. Disney Forever Fireworks Show is returning June 7th, which means get your ears on is officially done June 6th. So it is officially official. Officially. Officially. Uh, so great fireworks show. I don't know if you've all seen it, but uh, if you haven't, be excited. I think it's a good fireworks show. I've only seen it digitally. Really? That wasn't... The, the last one that I saw was the Pixar one uh. in the summer. And what was the last one you saw before that? The 50th anniversary. Oh. <laughs> All right. It wasn't on the 50th anniversary, but that, <laughs> that one ran for years, yeah, and I actually would love for that just to be a permanent fixture right uh let's see so um that means mickey's mix magic is going to be coming to an end too yes june 6th so if you want to see that in person get down there Why brave do those crowds all right uh yeah so there you go disneyland forever returning june 7th cool uh just like Mickey, Mickey's at Mix Magic, uh, the treats for Get Your Ears On, those are all going to be there only until June 6th. So go get your eat on while you get your ears on. That's right. Uh, and then lastly, 
they're doing this series of foodie guides, and uh, they're doing iconic tastes at Disneyland Park. Which looks to me like stuff that they already have. Oh, they're yeah. just telling you, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, these are like the things. These that are what you need to eat. These are what we're good at. So I just wanted to go down the list. I like doing this, see if we agree with everything, see if we think it's iconic. So, uh, they did one for Disney World, this one's for Disneyland Park, so I'm sure they're going to do a California Adventure one. Which definitely are two different things. Like I'm Some hoping. of the things you can eat at California Adventure are totally different oh, yeah. from Disneyland. I'm hoping they do the other parks too, because I'd like to see what they see offer for at... At Paris and yeah. Hong Kong, Shanghai, and I'd like to see the yeah. foods from Tokyo. That, I know you would. <laughs> see what the iconic stuff is there. But all right, so here's the one for Disneyland. Um, you guys can also decide if you think these are iconic treats and yes. eats at the Disneyland park. So, numero uno, Disneyland churros. Um, if it was just the plain old cinnamon <laughs> sugar, while they're better at Disneyland, it is not unique. But they do so many different oh, yeah. unique churros now that that, I would say for sure, uh, is something iconic. I oh, mean, yeah. Everybody looks forward to these new foodie guides and seeing the new churros that right. they've come up with for each <laughs> event. Uh, to me, even the cinnamon churro is iconic for yeah, Disneyland. it is. Because for some reason... It's so much better. You can never get a churro (laughs) anywhere else that tastes as good as a Disney churro. Anywhere. I don't know why. And if you think that you know of one, (laughs) I would say send it to me and I'll tell you. But don't do that because everybody knows even Disneyland churros when they're not warm. Yeah. Which is why you can't take them home, kids. It's true. (laughs) All right. Go for it. So the next one is the... Uh, Mickey, I guess it's not just Mickey Foods. They fooled me by the first two <laughs> things. The Mickey Pretzel Mickey Bar, which I think is the ice cream yeah. bar. Um, popcorn, turkey leg, and more at the carts and kiosks. I, for one, never get pretzel. I never do. I have got them in the past. I don't get them often, but I do really like them. I don't know. It... It's iconic because it looks like Mickey. Yeah. But I, I think, think the Mickey bar is iconic. Oh, Turkey yeah. legs iconic. Something about the Mickey paddle pops are just yeah so much better than any and other. And I never got them when they released them in stores. Oh, me either. Me either. Colby, my wife, saw them and she didn't get yeah. them. I'm like, why? Yeah. She's like, they were like eight bucks. <laughs> Like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, cheaper than at Disney. It is. I mean, you can only get, like, what, one and a half for eight bucks? Um, popcorn, I'm not sure on if that's, like, iconic to Disneyland. The I smell, know. I mean, I know the smell is, like, iconic to yeah. Disneyland. You always smell the popcorn everywhere. I know our mom and my wife love to get popcorn at Disneyland. My wife does as well. And I, I, I don't like know if they it. like it. Because it's at Disneyland, or if they like it because they like popcorn. I like the popcorn buckets. Popcorn buckets, like some, yes. They got some really cool buckets. I mean, not as cool as Tokyo's buckets, but <laughs> they're pretty good. We need the Steamboat Willie bucket. Oh, from I know. Tokyo. <laughs> Somebody please go to Tokyo and send me one of those. Or not send it to me because that's going to cost you a fortune, but bring it back and then send it to me. <laughs> It'll probably cost him a fortune to go yeah. and get it for you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> anyway, just but, just uh, bring it back for me. Yeah, Mickey Pretzel. Uh, my wife, Colby, got a pretzel. It was filled with cream cheese. Mm, those are the good ones. And I, I love those. that. She did not. Oh, she really? She disgusting. Oh, I thought they were good. So, uh, and then I tried somebody's jalapeno cream cheese filled. Even better. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm sure the Mickey pretzel is iconic to quite a few people. Personally, yeah. I've just never really thought about getting a pretzel. Yeah. I so, don't know. I don't know. That's my thoughts. Mickey Turkey Bar. legs, I mean, 
Those are iconic. They're pretty iconic. I mean, everybody, when you think of a big turkey leg, you either think of Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner or, or Disney. Disneyland. <laughs> so I'd say that's pretty iconic. I mean, they've got air fresheners now that are in the shape of a, a turkey leg that you can buy at the park. Oh, so. and they have merchandise now. At least they used to over the past couple times I've been. Uh, they're like magnets. Uh-huh. And they're churros and popcorn and turkey legs. Yeah. And they're supposed I to look realistic. I actually have one of the churro ones <laughs> that I didn't even realize was a magnet until Sean came over and said, isn't that a magnet? <laughs> then I went and took it to my fridge and like, sure enough. <laughs> That's a magnet. Yeah. I've had it sitting in my display it's case hilarious. this whole time. <laughs> Still a good spot for it. I think so. It's, it's my kids aren't going to get to it when it's up there. So yeah. All right. Uh, the other iconic treats: Tigger tails, candy apples, and more at Honey Spot and Candy Palace. Uh, yeah. Everything there's iconic. Yeah. Like, they're treats that you can get anywhere, but you can't get them like you can get them at no. Disneyland. And you can't watch other people make yeah. those. That's half you the gotta fun. You got to go to Disneyland and watch them through the window creepily. Well, even just watching <laughs> them, like, do the poison apple. Oh, yeah. Caramel apple. That's insane. That is, it's unbelievable what they do with those caramel apples. So absolutely iconic, iconic yeah. treats. You can watch them make toffee over at the Candy Palace, right? That's the Candy Palace. Yep. Um, I don't know. I just really like the candy there. But, yeah, Tigger Tails, definitely uh, good. Definitely really good. Um, <laughs> Full of sugar. Actually, pretty much sugar on a stick. Yeah, but marshmallows, chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> and sprinkles. <laughs> Like sugar, sugar sprinkles. <laughs> it's just, they're so More good, though. Um, but yeah, so uh, I would agree there. So. Yeah. So the Dole Whip. Oh, yeah. Super iconic. Yeah. Like the only place that you ever get, well, I guess you can get them other places now. Yeah. But before, it was either Disneyland or you were in Hawaii at the Dole Plantation. Right. <laughs> I think those are really the only two places you can get them where... You should. You get should get them. <laughs> um, I don't know. They've <laughs> our amusement park here in Utah, Lagoon. We've talked about <laughs> it before. They're trying very, very hard to be Disneyland, and they're not. But they're there. I got to give them an A for effort because they are really pushing that. But they now have Dole Whips. Yeah, and I can't do it. There's it's a lot a of Disney places. Thing. There's a lot of places that have Dole Whips now. Uh, our friend uh, Jordan, who owns a place called KJ's oh, yeah, Float On, yeah, yeah. they do Dole Whips. I tell them I won't. I'm not going to yeah. because you have to have it at Disneyland. But a lot of people get it at his place. You know, Lagoon here in Utah has Dole Whips. A lot of people get them, it. but I can't do it. It's a sacred thing. Uh there's it probably shouldn't be, but it, <laughs> I feel like it is. There's uh, places like Cherry Berry and whatnot that oh, will yeah. have the Dole Whip. And you're like, Farce fresh. I can't do it. Yeah, no. Get the hence. Yeah, <laughs> I'll pass. But I do need to get over to the Tropical Hideaway and try the new orange oh, pineapple yeah. and raspberry pineapple Dole Whips. That's get them with toppings good. and stuff. Sounds so. good. Uh, so yes, Dole Whip is uh, is an iconic one. So nothing better than eating a Dole Whip while you're watching the Tiki Room. I say that's true. Or waiting for the Tiki Room. You know what's even better? Getting a skewer and waiting for Fantasmic. Uh, yeah. Skewers, which uh, is right here. Uh, <laughs> skewers and Jungle Julep. I've never had the Jungle Julep. I don't know about you. If it's anything, and judging by the look of the flavors on the Jungle Julep, I make a drink that they originally had in the Tahitian Terrace mm-hmm. that was out of the Eat Like Walt book Yeah, that I'm pretty sure has all those same flavors, but it's turned into a slush. And if that's the case, it's delicious. Yeah. 
Uh, so the jungle julep is a slush with pineapple, orange, grape, and lemon juices. Um, and then, of course, the skewers are just oh. delish. Mm-hmm. I've never had their vegetable skewers because I like meat too much, but I'm sure they're delicious too. The bacon wrapped asparagus one is really good. Well, I don't got know bacon if you've had that. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't had their vegetarian skewer, and I probably never will just <laughs> because of the same reason you meat. just said. I really like meat. Uh, so that's very iconic. Just trying to help the global warming problem by eating all the cows I can. So, uh, yeah, iconic, at least for us. I know we're always eating skewers at Bengal Barbecue. So It's true. Um, yeah, go on. But you know what else is really good? And change seasonally is the Mickey-shaped beignets oh, yeah. that you can get over at uh, the Mint Julep Bar. Oh, Along with a mint julep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're just all about the allergies today. Yeah, I don't think it's allergy related for me, but, but Get still. away. Oh, Get it's, away. Just a, it's just like a sneeze. It's not anything sickness related. <laughs> but the Mickey-shaped beignets are super, super good. Um, you got to pair it with mint julep. It depends on the time of year for me. You got to pair it with a mint julep. Depends I, on the beignet, too. That, too. And that might be my problem, because when <laughs> I was there last time, they were candy cane beignets. And while it's a mint julep, <laughs> it didn't go super well yeah. with the candy cane beignet. A mint julep is really good during the summer. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And that's what I, that's what I was telling my wife when we got them in November. Yeah. So I'm like, this is delicious. But it's <laughs> going to be even better when it's hot outside. It's just like a super refreshing drink. Oh, yeah. So. Very iconic. Very non-alcoholic iconic, too. Yes. Yeah. So you typically when you get a mint julep anywhere else, you're going to have some <laughs> alcohol. you got to be 21. In, uh, in that. <laughs> so uh, definitely enjoy them at Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, so another one, this one I know is iconic. Oh, yeah. But not for me. Oh, it's I've for me. Because I've never had it. I've never had one, but I want one. Uh, so it is the Matterhorn Macaroon, not to be confused with macaron. Uh, so it's a macaroon, which is a coconut cookie. Um, and then it has um, probably, I think, powdered sugar on the top. Mm-hmm. And it looks like the Matterhorn. Yeah. It's awesome, but I don't like coconut. So yeah, not my and, thing. And just remember when you're going to the park, there is a difference between a macaroon and a macaron. Yes. One O and two O's makes all <laughs> the difference. Um, if you think you're getting a macaron and you get a macaroon, you might be a little bit disappointed. So You will be know disappointed. Know the difference. <laughs> know the difference for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I, I always say that I really want to try one of these, but when I get to the park, I never even think about it. And I really, yeah. I really should because I want to try it. This next one, when I first saw the picture, it looked really inappropriate at first. Um, <laughs> but uh, when I went and read what it was, it it sounded much better. This is the uh, cheddar garlic <laughs> bagel twist and boysen apple freeze over at Marisa's Treats. And that's Dude. something you're going to find over at the um, Fantasy Fair. I haven't had the, the gar- cheddar garlic... I haven't had either of these, so you're going to have to talk about uh, that. <laughs> so I've had a twist there. I've had, I think I had a cheese one, but I don't think it was cheddar garlic. And then I had the chocolate twist. That was so good. Uh, but that poison apple freeze. I've heard that's gosh, really good. It is so good. Uh, and they kind of make it look like a beer, but obviously it's not. But you can get it in a stein. If I remember right, there was a Provost Park Pass video. Oh, no, that was a different one that she had that Disney stopped her thinking that she had alcohol and she didn't. Um, And it was a Disney drink? Yeah, (laughs) she she had purchased it in the park and they stopped her thinking it was alcohol. (laughs) You need to go look that video up. It's the best. But yeah, they put this in a stein, and then they put like an apple whipped cream on top to look like the froth. Uh-huh. And on the sides, they've like squiggled boysenberry syrup. Oh, it's just so freaking good! It's 
Especially on a hot day. Yeah. So I'm sure. Uh, I didn't think of it as being an iconic thing. You know, I don't. When people are like, "What? What's your favorite classic Disneyland treat?" Yeah, I don't think I would never have thought of boys and apple. I've never had them, but I wouldn't have thought of them. But uh, really good. I don't know if it's iconic. Yeah, wouldn't think it was, but maybe it is. Yeah. <laughs> Even this next one, I I don't really look at as iconic. Yeah, it's very Disney related, oh, yeah. but. I don't. I don't know if I'd ever call it. Iconic. I've never had it. I haven't so. either. But it is the gray stuff. Yeah. Over at Red Rose Tavern, and it sounds amazing. I just have never got over there to try it. Yeah. So it is a white chocolate mousse with red velvet cake and raspberry center. Looks delish. I hear it's delish. Never had it. So I think it's iconic. I would. Probably call it iconic because people are freaking out over it. Yeah, but I I just don't know that it earns the iconic yeah. classification. Like I don't think that's gonna be something that people remember for the rest of their lives. Right. Maybe it is that good. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know. I just don't see it as super iconic. Um, the next one, however, yes, um, is probably my favorite thing in the entire park. And you hadn't had it until until. <laughs> Until we all went with Dave <laughs> in, um, in July. No, in this, just this past summer. Yeah. Um, the Palm Frites and the Monte Cristo. I don't so know how good. I went this long in my <laughs> life without having one of these, but man, that is good food. Oh, yeah. That is good, good <laughs> food. Uh, it's a good one to share. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, don't get one for yourself and an order of palm frites. You won't be able to eat it all. It's hard to eat. It's dense, um, but it is good. And my friend learned a lesson. Well, I believe his parents learned a lesson. Do not <laughs> take this to go and leave it in your stroller or whatever Ooh. all day and then eat it that oh. night. <laughs> oh, just the thought of that makes me. You're a not going to be feeling good. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, so make sure if you can't eat it, share it with somebody. You know, get somebody to split it with yeah. you. And um, right now, you can try the uh, three cheese Monte Cristo yeah. that I think they're doing just for the get, get your, your ears, ears on. on. Um, but I mean, even if you don't get to try that one, <sighs> you have to go get a Monte Cristo if that you might haven't be had one. one of my favorite meals. Oh, so so good. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, and then, uh, so we agree it's iconic. Oh, yeah. Iconic. Um, uh, Mickey Waffles, fried pickles, and more at Carnation Cafe. Carnation Cafe definitely is iconic. Um, Mickey Waffles are iconic. That's a big thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've never had the fried pickles. To be honest, I didn't know they had them there. I don't know if that's I don't think I've ever had them there. Me, but... I think the only time I've ever been to the Carnation Cafe is during breakfast time. So I don't know that I would ever have even seen them on the menu. I think I've been for lunch and breakfast. Uh -huh. Maybe dinner, too. Yeah, I, I've, <laughs> I've only never, been there for I've breakfast. I've never even noticed fried pickles. I love fried pickles. But I didn't, I didn't, I don't know if I'd call it iconic, but definitely the Mickey Waffles at Carnation Cafe yeah, alone. For sure. So, and that's where you can get Walt's chili. Yeah. Which is uh, basically just a good chili with cheese, sour cream. Those are the kinds tomatoes. of foods that Walt loved too. Yeah. He liked the simple type foods. He loved which chili. Loved I feel hot like dogs. that's why you find a lot of these simple foods on Main Street. Uh, so, I would agree. Including the next one. So, that would be the. Uh, <laughs> Fried chicken, character breakfast, and dining packages with special parade viewing <laughs> over the Plaza Inn. I like that they threw that in there. It's like an advertisement <laughs> and, uh, hey, you should try this all in one. Um, this is another one you could share. The chicken dinner? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of food. So much food. Last time I was there, which was when we were just there in the summer, um, I, did, I got their uh, pot roast. And I think I'd almost get the pot roast instead of the chicken dinner. Yeah. 
I do enjoy the chicken dinner, but that pot roast is unbelievable. I thought that was really good. I can't remember what I got. I got something. Oh, I remember what I got. That was... (laughs) Apparently what I got wasn't memorable. (laughs) I guess not. (laughs) But yeah, definitely iconic. Yeah. That fried chicken plate. And and the character breakfast there, too, is a big deal for a lot of people. I mean, we've done it for several years. Probably won't do a character dining for a little while now, but but it's a lot of fun. Um, and then I've never done anything with the parade viewing. so No, I haven't either. At least not at the plaza. I, I guess I haven't done it anywhere. but I've done preferred show viewing, Yeah, but that's about it. So Anyway, I think they got a lot of good iconic foods in there. Oh, yeah. It, even that... What time is it? Way late at night. <laughs> it's got my mouth watering for some of these things. All right. All right. Well, that's all that we had uh, in regards to Disney news. Uh, we are at an hour, so we're really dragging out this Fanex stuff. <laughs> we may have to drag that out for another week. Um, I will tack on. At an hour. Maybe throw in. We'll throw in uh, an interview. Yeah. Scott. Scott sounds like a good one. So uh, we're going to play for you now uh, an interview that we did at FanX Spring 2019. Um, like we said, we've, we interviewed a few people. Um, and last week we played for you our interview with Thomas Estrada, who's really a good Disney one. animator. I love that interview. Uh, he's awesome. Um, cool guy to talk to. If you didn't listen, go back. Listen to that episode. Yeah. Uh, really fun interview. Uh, so this week, we're going to play the one we did with Scott Wanger, who was the talking voice for Aladdin. Which he actually talks a little bit about, like yeah. specifically why he's the talking voice yeah. for Aladdin. Uh, so we'll play that for you uh, right now, I guess. Sounds like a good time. All right, folks, we're here with uh, Scott Winger from Aladdin. He's the talking voice of Aladdin. Um, how did you get the gig? I just, I was 15 years old, and I uh, just auditioned. I made a tape with my mom, and we mailed it in, and I got lucky. Nice. That's a good story. <laughs> that uh, so were you doing Full House before? Um, no, it was, you know what, Full House, I was on Full House when Aladdin came out, but I was on another show. They have a picture here of me from when I was, I was 15 years old. I was on the show called The Family Man. And it got canceled, and then so they asked me to be on Full House. So that was right when Aladdin was coming out. Awesome. And did you voice Aladdin in all the movies, or was it just the original? Yeah, all the movies. But I'm, I only am the speaking voice. I don't sing. I sang at the audition. It didn't go very well. <laughs> I was curious of how that happened. but um, And you did the voice in the Kingdom Hearts games as well. Yeah, absolutely. Are you a fan of the games? Yeah, they're very cool. You know, my kid is getting more and more into video games, so now they're becoming a bigger part of my life, which is, which is really fun and cool. Awesome. Are you a fan of the parks at all? Yeah, love the parks. In fact, I—I uh, I mean, I've spent months of my life at those parks. But I this this winter I was at Disneyland. I went to Disney Sea in Tokyo, which was amazing, gorgeous. Oh, really? Oh, awesome. Nice hat. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, so yeah, I'm, a bi- I'm, I'm. This is like crazy for me to be this guy to be Aladdin because I'm a big Disney geek myself. Uh, forgive the expression, <laughs> but like, uh, so it's really cool to be a part of it like this. Awesome. And just one last question: What's your favorite attraction? Oh man. My fa- you know what? My favorite Disney attraction right now is the Soarin' Ride at the California Adventure. It's amazing. Soarin' Over the World. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it used to be Soarin' Over California, which I might have liked a little bit better, but it's still insanely amazing. Now it's Soaring Over the Whole World. It's really cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, answering some questions. Oh, yeah. Pleasure. You have a great con. Thanks for coming. Yeah, I'm having a great time. Hope you guys enjoyed that interview from uh, Scott Winger, the speaking voice of Aladdin. Really nice guy, really fun guy to talk to. Um, I think we felt a bit rushed on that interview. Yeah, um, <laughs> not from him. Not from him at all. But security kind of took us yeah, up yeah, there yeah. and kind of <laughs> got us in front of the line, which. I I don't know if you hear in the audio at all, but somebody came up and was like, "Um, where did these guys come from? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, some security guy probably got a little bit of a reprimand (laughs) for letting us go up there. But 
But yeah. thank you, security thank guy. Thank you very much, because it was a fun interview to be able to sit and talk with him a little bit. Yeah. Uh, kind of get an idea of some of his background before he became a lad and yeah. kind of how that all came to be. Yeah, so uh, really fun interview with Scott. Um, and then next week, we'll try and give a little more room for the rest of what we have. Yeah. It all depends on what Disney announces between yeah. t- when we're recording <laughs> and next week, because that's what's really kind of extending this Fanex talk anyway. out further and further. Yeah. Are obligated to bring you Disney news. Yeah, we want to bring uh, you the so latest. We want to do that for the parks, but we've got some cool stuff for you too. And just remember, um, I am still compiling the videos that we took of some of these panels that we are going to have available for you Patreon users um, that can see some of these full panels of um, Yesterland. Was, that was a really awesome. good panel <laughs> about the history of the park. Um, and then the panel with Scott Winger, Winger, I don't remember how you say his last name, and uh, Linda Larkin talking about their time as Aladdin and Jasmine's speaking voices. So keep an eye out, you Patreon followers, and you can see that video. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, so I think that's it. I think so. Sweet. Now it's time to say goodbye. To all our company. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Word on the Main Street podcast. We really do appreciate it. Um, If you do like the episode, please share it with those that might also enjoy it. Um, If you can, on the following platforms, leave us a review or subscribe or both. Please do so. Those platforms are... Those are Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, and Google Play. And then, uh, again, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash word on the main street. Follow us on Twitter at WOT Main Street. And uh, follow us on Instagram at word on the main street. Um, And... We do want to thank Bryce Gardner for our theme song. It's awesome. Thank you, Bryce. Check out his music under the name of Delta Theory. And that is it. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Please join us every Wednesday to hear the new word on the main street. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.